0: This is Eric Jake from Wild Street, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast.
1: Brutally Delicious!
2: Hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I'm Bruce. And I'm Chris. Today we've got a great show for you again, but this time we're going to be talking to Eric of uh, Wild Street. Wild Street. I don't know how to explain him except really good rock and roll with sort of a nod to the 80s-ish kind of thing, I think.
1: High-octane 80s rock and roll brought into a new era. That's the way I would look Uh, at it. Good, man. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Nice specs. Thanks. Joining like, me yeah. They're just for reading, but, man, does it ever make a difference. My goodness. Oh, yeah. I can't see shit anywhere, but... Oh, for so a I, while, just, I was like, I couldn't see. And then suddenly my wife is like, You can't read that. And I was like, No, it's too small. She's like, You need to go see a doctor. <laughs> so I went to the yeah. eye doctor. And it's not bad, but it's enough right. that when I put them on, I was like, Oh my god.
2: Yeah, so I have like progressives. I have all different I can't see far, I can't see middle, I can't see I can't see anything. Oh wow. So real quick before I call this guy, Mm-hmm. Worked overtime today, just a quick overtime shift. And while I was there, they fucking cleaned house, dude. They fired like everybody. Not what? me, I escaped. But they fired like all the middle management, all the way across the board. Holy Nobody had any idea.
1: Holy shit, that's a yep. rough day. Yeah, it makes for a
2: very uncomfortable vibe, especially since I'm good friends with a lot of those people. So, oh man,
1: that's. Did they give any reason? Just cost cutting.
2: Nope. Just cost cutting. Sorry
1: that's man corporate corporate the corporate world can be cruel man yeah i know i hate it i wish we
2: could uh, or i wish i could do something non-corporate but it is what it is oh yeah i hey, mean it,
1: yeah, everyone has to have a job right yeah hey it's 2 30 so we can chat afterwards
2: but let's yeah. uh let's do a quick intro and jump on it's gonna be eric is he the singer cool? yeah okay cool. yeah, dude with the blonde hair i love this band i've been digging oh, them so
1: god i just i've never heard them before i just checked it out and i was just like holy shit this is you like know? a in your face fucking rock band
2: yeah it's right up my alley hey eric I- can you hear us i can hear you that's my partner chris i'm bruce nice to meet you <laughs> nice, nice to meet, meet you man you
0: how are you doing i'm good i'm good i'm, I'm chilling how are you guys fantastic All right. can you uh can you see and hear me? Okay.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not worried about the video. We'll just do it for us. We'll just do an audio. But yeah, it's great to see anyway.
0: Cool, awesome. Uh, do you mind if I if I do uh, like Instagram Live for for uh, like a few minutes of the interview just so we yeah. can? Cool,
2: man. Cool. cool. No, it's, yeah. Tell them come check us out.
0: Um. Excellent. I I really appreciate it. I, I've been trying to like get the nerve up to do this for a minute, so. Oh no worries! All right, so
2: hey, so we're just talking, we're hanging out,
0: right? We are
2: just talking, and we're just hanging out. Are you up in New York now?
0: Yeah, I'm in New York. I'm I'm chilling at my studio. I uh, just uh, just chilling, you know. My like, uh, God! Right.
2: Well, let's uh, we'll jump right in. We'll see where it goes, and then I've got some funny stuff if you uh, have a sense of humor there at the end. So
1: <laughs> Chris is <has> already. Left. <laughs> have you, Have you listened to our podcast before? I can't say I have,
2: but I I probably should. Well, <laughs> well, I think you should. So should all of your listeners there on Instagram. Yeah. It, yeah.
1: The brutally <laughs> delicious podcast. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Go anyway,
2: ahead, so Tennessee cocaine came across in my inbox. Goddamn! I can't get enough of this stuff, man. Such great in your face. As my partner Chris explained, in your face rock and roll. How are you? How do you feel about it now, man? And
0: now that it's uh, out there, well, you know, it's a, <clears throat> the songs. The songs exactly what what it's supposed to be. It's it's a you know we, well, okay. So I know you guys haven't seen us live, but you know, like our, our, our the band brings the party wherever we go. We have the biggest party. We have the most fun. And you know, Tennessee Cocaine is is about having the best night of your life and like and living it up as like the, as if you're the the biggest rock star and and like. You know, at the best party, you know, drinking the best drinks and, and having the best night of your life.
2: And that's no matter whether you're playing a, a venue for 10 people or 20,000, right? That's the whole vibe.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. I have stories. <laughs> 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 that's
1: <laughs> that's I think great. You just challenge me to, to pull one out of you later. Yeah, no, I was like, kind of like tired today. And I was researching for the podcast. I hadn't, I haven't heard of you guys before. And I hit play on the track.
0: Wild street. What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) 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 I, I, all of a sudden the song came on and I was like, fuck, I'm excited right now. Why am I so excited? I was like, oh, fuck. It's high octane rock and roll. This is rad. I love this. Awesome.
2: Awesome. So I'm a little bit older than probably all you, and I'm an old school '80s, late '80s, e- even some '70s stuff. And this stuff harkens right back to it, and I, I think that's what I immediately connected to it. What's it like bringing, or I don't know if you're bringing back that scene, but carrying on that torch in a in a genre that's not really that way anymore? Is it difficult?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say it's difficult. We just do what we do, man. It's it's all good, like um we play the music we like playing we, we just have fun playing music so um yeah it's it's a party it's it's good times it's like it's music it's music that's fun for everybody you know whether you like whether you like rap music whether you like dance music whether you like um i don't know uh, some other kind of music right like wild street i i guarantee it you know it's good melodies you know the, know uh the over the top um kind of aesthetic of 80s rock is is kind of it's it i'd say it's universal
2: right okay um now that the record is complete first singles out but the record's complete um what was your writing process like are you guys all because i think you're all from new york right so you guys all banging stuff off each other in the studio or Um, email and stuff
0: let's uh let's let's uh this is a, like a very long story, but the album actually took about nine or ten years. Oh and, wow. Uh, and it um there was some emailing, there's some recording together, there's but it really came together last year when we when we actually went into the studio with a uh you know, as a band and just just pounded it out. Um but like, you know, some of these songs have have been around since uh right after Wild Street One.
1: Oh wow. So, okay.
0: It's just like we're we're kind of uh, we're kind of OCD and wanted to be sure that 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 the songs were exactly what we wanted them to be. And you know like I, I can safely say that this was you know it was the hardest record ever to record because we were pushing ourselves but it's the it's the record I'm most proud of of anything I've done as a musician so far.
1: That's great. Did awesome. you guys go to like a like old school studio? uh were you re- working in someone's house how how did that go for you
0: well a little bit of each uh like we recorded drums at like a big like drum recording room it's it's called virtual Vice studios in new york city yeah. uh i've been you know i've taken a bunch of projects there um but it's, it's a really great drum room but then we were working in um <clears throat> in a project studio in in Gramercy and, and that's where we did the vocals and the guitars and all the overdubs. And I, you know, I did a little bit of my, my home studio too, just like, but like most of it was recorded at the project studio in Gramercy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a great thing about technology nowadays? Like, you know, it gives you that opportunity to spend more time to really get it. You know, like I remember back when I was a musician, you know, we used to have cut to two inch tape and you, you you had to pay for the room and <laughs> yeah, totally. even if totally. you were using the room,
0: room yeah an entire room for the plate reverb you know
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right right the old EMT 240 yeah uh, those things are crazy <laughs> the studio i used to work at we had a two an e, an EMT uh EMT 240 right above one of the iso booths and you like had to take a ladder up there and it was like a whole room dedicated just for this freaking plate reverb.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Chris, go ahead, man. All right.
2: So, when you guys let's stick with the writing of the songs here for a second. When you guys were writing the songs, are you writing them like for the stage, how they're going to come across on the stage, or are you writing them just for the songs so, like how they're going to sound in somebody's living room or their, their car?
0: Oh, that's, that's a really good question. Well, okay. So my feeling on songwriting is that you write, you write the best possible song that you can, and it's not later, later you cater to the band or to the project that you're working on. So it's like, it's gotta be a great song before, before it's in like an eighties rock song or a glam rock song or, you know, whatever, whatever people call it, you know, it's, it's gotta be a great song. So, and I think, you know, i you know i think we have some pretty awesome songs on these on this record you know tennessee cocaine is is uh you know it's a good first single but there's so much more
2: right
1: oh um, man i can't wait to check it out when i heard the song today it i didn't think 80s rock it felt influenced by 80s rock but in 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 today's world if that makes any sense totally totally makes perfect sense. Yeah, I saw, I see in your bio that you guys were, you had opened up for Faster Pussycat before.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we've we've opened for, uh, like, a ton of people. We opened for Faster Pussycat, we opened for LA Guns, and talking about, like, just, like, that 80s genre, like, we opened for Kicks, and uh, we opened for Michael Monroe. Oh, wow. We've also played, you know, you know, shows with with modern bands like event sevenfold and and black bell brides and you know that's cool and 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 like uh, and many many
1: more you know it probably goes over well no matter where you are i would imagine yeah
0: yeah i that's that's what i was saying to uh i forget who i was talking to today it's just (laughs) like it's like we you know the, the kind of rock it's just like rock and roll you know it's like right you can play it in in a show that's for new metal people or you can play it in in a show for like you know indie rock and people still get it you know because it's in our souls you know it's like we grew up listening to rock and roll you turn on classic rock and and you know you turn on your classic rock station you're growing up am i am i dating myself? No, no, <laughs> more than I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you know, you just, um it's it's something familiar and it's something that people need right now because life is so stressful. Like I'm stressed out. You know, I live in New York City. Like I I teach uh, music as my day job, and I have clients in and out, and I'm trying to I'm trying to get my band, to, you know, to be to be like where I want my band to be, which is playing a lot. You know what I yeah. mean. And so it's like oh, oh my god it's like all, all I really want to do is rock you know <laughs> yeah,
1: Absolutely that I so, understand I think that's a universal statement right there right there yes. we need to quote that because that's fucking killer I don't care about the rest of my life I just want to fucking rock
2: yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So now Part you have a bunch of questions First off and hopefully you've got a sense of humor here but We've kind of dubbed this show the Lucky Rabbit's foot because a lot, a lot of people like come on, Chris is laughing. A lot of people that like, come on and talk to us end up doing, you know, really great things after here. So that's good to hear. And we're sending the uh, the lucky rabbit's foot your way as well. Awesome. Um, but getting back real quick to the songwriting. I know you said you uh writing the song for the song's sake, but do you ever find it difficult translating it into the live setting? Or is it just
0: well, yeah, there are seamless. some
2: songs. Like,
0: especially like our first album was was incredibly production heavy. So there's some songs that just weren't able to translate to the live show um, quite as well. But then again, um, you know, it's like um, there there are times like so far we've played every single song on Wild Street 3 live. We just don't play them every show. You know what I mean? It's like some shows you want to play one song, some show you want to play a different song. It's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's why you got a lot of songs. It's like...
2: Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> and then touching on one last thing you said, and then I'm taking up all of Chris's time here, but yeah. um, you were talking about, you know, working your day job and whatever, but it's really just, especially this kind of music, an escape for me. And I, I imagine it's like that for everyone, right? I mean, it's that's the kind of music you want to put on and just fucking rock out and forget whatever's going on and sit escape
0: exactly exactly and that's that's what i think you know it's like uh we all need that escape is what i'm yes. is what i'm trying to say so like you know i think that um i think that what we're doing is it's you know it's 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 about everybody. It's not it's not about our it's not like, "Oh man, um my life sucks." It's like <laughs> right. it's like
2: it's like No, it, Nirvana did that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nirvana's okay, but, you know, well, um but yeah, Nirvana may not be like, you know, Tennessee Cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: 100% agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like the world can get pretty serious, so sometimes you just want to rock that's it
2: exactly. In, in the words of the immortal prophet d snyder right i just want to rock uh, yeah exactly exactly got it, man uh, he was on it back in 1983 or 84 sorry chris go ahead i keep on no no
1: you can get in my way all you want that's why we show. <laughs> <laughs> no i just i appreciate that you're kind of doing this style of rock because like i say earlier today i was just kind of like i've been mixing this like I shouldn't say this out loud, but I'm mixing a uh, an EP that I'm really not digging. It's, you know, I'm doing it, the songs are okay, but it's kind of sad and it's mellow and it's country rock and it's really got me in a funk, you know? Like, I'm sitting in front of Pro Tools all day, like da-da-da-da-da, and then that song comes on and I'm just like, fuck, finally! I just enjoy my life. This is great. So... Uh, You know, I, I personally really appreciate that because, I mean, I'm older. I'm like 43, I guess. And I yeah, grew yeah. up on bands like Motley Crue and Faster Pussycat and LA Guns and Bang Tango and, you know, it just goes on and the list goes on and on in that sense. And oh, Cinderella! I can't fucking forget Cinderella. Probably yes. one of the best live bands I've ever seen in my life. Nice songs!
0: Oh my god! Yes, them is so good.
1: I don't oh know man. if you've ever seen Cinderella live. I um, have actually my second concert ever. Oh wow! Amazing. Was that the Heartbreak Station tour? Uh, yes, it was Heartbreak Station. That tour was mind-numbing to me. I, I was this big,
0: and I was in the front row. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: <laughs> wow! I was in. Uh, I, I was in grade ten, I think. And like I was there and I'd never heard a band that tight in my life. Like they were just so like, regardless of the stage, they were just like, they were a unit and they're like swinging their guitars around their neck and they got grand pianos coming on and off the stage. And so I can't forget Cinderella. And the fact that Tom Kiefer did with his voice multiple times, like he's back now, he's playing here on Friday actually, but, um, you know, I grew up with that feeling, and when grunge took over, obviously, I was of that age, and I kind of went on to that kind of music the grunge, the yada yada yada. Sorry, hey, it's okay, I still like <laughs> it. I mean, it's still cool tunes, but it didn't have that same feeling. So, I think Wild Street's gonna do really well, I you know?
0: I, I hope so, I hope so. Like, um, I can't see how it won't. I, I believe. I believe in my band members. I believe in our music. I believe in the people that I got involved, like like Shauna and 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 uh, Steve and 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 everybody. And uh, we, uh, yeah, I think we got something. You know, like we, we put on a great show. Our songs are good. The the production is good. The the album is is exactly what I wanted it to be. And so um so. You know, my fingers are crossed.
1: You know, <laughs> awesome, my and you've got the lucky for, yeah.
2: rabbit's foot, so you It's all right. Propagating that rumor, whether it's true or not.
1: Hey, it's happened for a few, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chris, you got any more before I move on to some fun stuff? No, give or did. All right, Eric, you got a sense of humor, I'm assuming.
0: Uh, I, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was going to say we like to end these interviews in this way, but it's really just me. Chris just kind of doesn't know what's coming, but I like to end them. Sometimes by things get some really re- weird here. Yeah, some really <laughs> fucked up questions, and we kind of see where they go. They've taken us down some really odd, uh, dark rabbit holes, but if you don't mind, I'm going to throw a couple out I there. have
0: to spoon in the rabbit hole. We're good.
2: We're good? <laughs> All right. So here's the setup. You're in a grocery store. What three things could you pick up that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable. <laughs> I think I, was, <laughs> I, I think I just got to go to the register, man. <laughs> just you, right? <laughs>
0: uh, but so, yeah, but I think eighty three would probably be fine
2: <laughs> as long as you're buying them.
0: Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see.
0: I speak from personal experience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even in New York.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so you, are not answering. I mean, you're not taking the fifth, and then just because, right? You're that's
1: your answer. That's not mine. Your, no, okay. What are you so a fucking judge, Bruce? Is that your uh, final answer? Sure
0: okay.
2: <laughs> so, would you rather eat a stick of butter or snort a teaspoon of salt?
0: Oh. oh my God, that is the worst. Co- I, uh, first of all, I'm vegan. And second, second of all, I, I, I don't think I could snort salt. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I've snorted salt. Okay. Now, just let it be known I've snorted so many things, but I would not snort salt.
1: But never salt. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jesus.
2: All right. You still good for one more? Uh huh. Why are manhole covers round? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, uh, let's see.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this
2: um, question has gotten us into a lot of trouble in the past, but.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, if, because if, I, I have no idea. I no, have no
2: worries at all. All right, so I've got two more legit ones. If you could have dinner with anyone currently alive in the music world, who would it be, and why? Hmm. Who would it be? Uh, have dinner? Well, um, let's open that to alive or dead in the music world.
0: Oh man, that's even harder. No. <clears throat> uh, uh,
2: I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah, I have. I have no idea. Like I would say, usually I would just say, "Why don't we just get a bottle of Jameson and 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 figure it out?" You know what I
2: mean. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it would be Randy Rhodes. I never, I never got a chance to see him. That would be somebody I'd want to sit down. Well, with yeah, him. like heroes who
0: are who have passed away. I would yeah, say, yeah. Like, you know, like Prince. You know, Jimmy. Sure, yeah, like, yeah. Like those are those are the the, the people that I would. You know David Bowie, probably. Yeah. Um, and oh, and I can't, I can't forget Gary Moore. There's another. Oh my god! Yeah. He's like one yeah. Of my, he's like um, probably um, besides Prince, one of my favorite guitarists.
1: Right. So. All right, cool, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, so you know who I'd like, so I would have dinner with. I'll tell you who I'd have dinner with. Nikki yeah. fucking six. That guy, I would would love to sit down and have dinner with that guy because, you know, he's always portrayed as like this crazy wild dude, but you have to have some serious business savvy to get all of your masters back from a major label. Like you have to have some serious, serious smarts to pull that kind of stuff off. I would love to sit down with that guy and and just learn about music business. All
2: right. Uh, I can thank think- you sir i appreciate it hope we weren't too fucked up for you
1: no it was great thank you thank you uh, awesome. I good luck
2: it. with the record love the single we're- you got a big fan over here for sure ah. so
1: so we're actually going to play the new single from wild street eric why don't you introduce it this is
2: eric
0: from wild street and this is our new single tennessee cocaine <laughs>
1: Really nice guy. I
2: don't think we've come across any not nice guys.
1: No, no, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, everyone's been super down to earth and really nice. And had a sense of humor and Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite part was I'm a vegan. <laughs> I'm a vegan and stuff. I don't snort salt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think he said that was the worst question I've ever been asked. I got to go back and play it, but I'm pretty
1: sure that's what he said. He might have. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. And I snuck in the rabbit foot. <laughs>
1: yeah. that, hey, maybe it's going to work for him. I mean, the song <laughs> no. is killer. The song is so yeah. good. I wasn't I wasn't even joking when I was like I you know, I've been mixing this I like over the I've been so busy with mixing over the last right. few weeks. I don't know what's going on, but like my email is just going off the hook with people asking me to mix. That's
2: great though, right? It's cash.
1: It's cash. I haven't had a day off in a while, but, um, you know, it's like, uh, and the like the, the songs I'm working on are really good. It's just, you know, after the same thing over yeah. and over, it kind of, it kind of wears on you. Oh, sure. And then you hear a song like that. And you're like, Oh yeah, there we go. I like everything about it. The look, the vibe, that whole sleazy LA
2: late 80s vibe. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you
2: haven't checked it out and you like that sort of thing, go out and check out Wild Street for sure.
1: I think one of my favorite answers from that interview was when you were like, three things you get at a grocery store that would make the cashier uncomfortable. He's like, me buying it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. Maybe I've been around this too long or doing it too long, but he didn't look any any more fucked up than anybody else.
1: No, I mean, I. that's how I look on Saturday morning, usually. Minus, right. minus the hair. And the mascara? Yeah. I have, still have. No, I don't have
2: mascara, yeah. No, I usually remove it by Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But that's it, man. That was a good one. Another one in the bag. This